podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Trying to get in again. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Muga Making United Great Again. And after that performance at St. James's Park, we need to definitely start looking at making us great again. I am your host for this podcast, Mike Wakadiri, and I'm joined by Elijah. What's going on, my guy? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Unfortunately, this, this club isn't right now, but, you know, we we, we move in it. We move, yes, a lot to get through, man. I felt a lot of pain in that side, man. <laughs> and guys, what are you saying, my brother? I'm here, bro. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on the pod and that, so um, what a game to come back to, eh? Same here, man, same here. I thought I wanted to delay my return after that performance, but we got to stand strong in the face of adversity. Obviously, we're talking about our 2-0 defeat at the hands of Newcastle United at St. James's. Park. Uh, we'll go, I'll go through the team that Eric Ten Hag uh, went with. He went with the Gea in goal, uh, Dallo at right back, uh, Martinez and Varane, which has been our sort of mainstay centre back pairing with Luke Shaw, Mr. New Contract at left back. Uh, in midfield, obviously, Casemiro is still, was still suspended. So it was a combination of Sabitza and McTominay, fresh from his goals during international duty for Scotland. And then the three behind uh, Mr. Wildweg Horst were Rashford from the left, Bruno Fernandes and Anthony on the right wing. So, Elijah, what do you think when you saw that sort of lineup? Um, something I've learned with Ten Hag is because of the fact that um, when he's faced with a problem in terms of a player's out or there's a player in form that um, it's difficult. He will do some fucked up shit. So I was looking at that line and I was thinking, <laughs> and I'm thinking, there's some fuck shit that he's going to do today. Some fugazi shit, bro. But I was not ready for that. I was not ready to see McTominay as the 10 and Sabitza and Bruno sitting in the top of it. I, you could have asked me any combination. There's, <laughs> remember, but there's only six combinations that's possible. I would not have bet. I, I would not have bet. I would not have bet. Bro, I can't believe he did. He get twanged by that for Gazy Scotland thing, bro. He got no, I think back. those goals against you know Spain and that. You know, I don't even think it's that. I I simply think it's just that he knows in the first phase the guy is horrendous. He's bad man. So he. He would literally you would literally prefer Sabitz and Bruno because they are so, somewhat competent on the ball if you say mm. they could play out to an extent and yeah and he said you know what just do a man marking job on Bruno G and I was like yeah like like the rest of the team um Wamasaka was out with an illness which is unfortunate because he would have been good against St. Maximin um mm. 
Anthony Rashford, of course, I mean, of course, at this point, there's, there's actually no need to beat uh, Dead Horse, which he, uh, Dead Horse would probably do better than him right now. Um, yeah, it's just that, that midfield, the thing is, I, I just thought he's going to do some fuck shit because this is, this is what he does in these big games. He will do some fuck shit. And he did. Um, I wasn't, yeah, the lineup for me, I was like, Fair enough, um, but yeah, I I was just waiting for the game to start to just to see what what the fuck he was, he was cooking in that cue ball head, head of his, and he cooked the last <laughs> no I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Guys, did, did you were you a bit trepidatious when you saw that lineup as well? <laughs> Sorry, I was I was a mute. No, oh yeah, no, go no, go ahead, my guy. Was you trepidatious when you saw that lineup as well, <laughs> bro? Do you know what it is? Yeah, I was like, let me try and see reason as to why he's doing what he's doing, like this man marking thing with Bruno G, blah blah blah. You know, Newcastle are, are quite an aggressive, um, very strong, powerful side. So I tried to see reasoning with what he did, but at the end of the day, we essentially partnered Scott McTominay and Vout Weghorst together as a two like obviously I know he's playing off web course but essentially they were a, a partnership right mm. that was our strike partnership going to St James's Park to win a game boys it's been it's, been, it's the glory days man <laughs> you know what the worst thing is you know what the worst thing is I'm telling you now if you play web course DM McTominay up front they probably do a, be- a better job if they were switched they are the they are the most annoying shit players I've seen in my life. They are just fucking shit. They're really, really poor. Their course is actually a really poor excuse or, or, or footballer. And I hate to say that because, you know... I, but you know he's not up to the standard, like, isn't it? Like, but, we, we all know in it. Like, there's but, no... but it's like, <laughs> but it's like I, I can't believe how bad... The thing is, I can't believe how bad he's as an actual striker. It, it's not like this a guy who was like a midfielder up, up until when it was like 23, 24, then he found his way up front. <laughs> He's been a strike his whole life and he 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 legit looks like he doesn't know how to play the role. I am so I'm so concerned about this guy playing for my football. Like he has been absolutely torrid. Absolutely torrid. But honestly, the fact that we went there with their course McTomney up. Because of Tom Bro, it's Arthur. insane. It's insane, man. But would you would you have rather him? Obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But would you have rather him like push Marshall for the start? Obviously, Marshall on the bench for the first time in a long Whoa. time and came on later. No, I mean, I'm <clears> even <throat> I'm even concerned about Marshall being injured for Wednesday because he played t- t- twenty mi- minutes. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't even lie. Like, nah, but I can't lie. It was a good, it was a, it was it was kind of a, it was a half decent. I was kind of I got a feeling with those twenty minutes, man. No, the thing is, everyone knows Marshall is a talented player. But for me, at the end of the day, what this this is what this is what the third season of fuck shit. And you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> like, 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 fair enough. He's just been injury hit, so it's like cool. But then there was last season where he was injury hit and he was just shit, and he was basically like fifth choice. And then he and, 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 and then he goes out on loan. And he does nothing. Season before, he was fucking awful. So I'm right. so like at this point, it's just like we know he's talented, but mate, like we know he's not it. This is what this has been a thing since like 2016, 17. No, so it's it's, it's a long time, man. It's yeah, like it, it, like it's a long time, now, and it's fine. And you know what? I would be very comfortable with him being back up, but he's on 250k a week. I can't. Have that. I, I can't yeah, have that. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah, have that. Yeah, and yeah, that is the biggest problem. Too that, good. That's that is bonkers. the biggest. That is the biggest problem. Like, we need to. If we can negotiate a wage reduction back down to like ninety k, a. Do you think he's gonna take ninety yeah. k? No, bro, way. the cost of living crisis. <laughs> bro, bro, he better have been saving rather than cheating. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say, bro. Because. Yeah. Just on workhorse, man. That guy had ten touches of the ball in sixty-two minutes. Ten touches of the ball. Now, it's shocking. Obviously, our, our, we had no link-up play anyway. Like uh, there was no, there was no team performance there yesterday. But ten touches is egregious. And um... right, bro, we, we got absolutely ransacked yesterday. 
We are absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the worst of the season. I I think I think it was the worst of the season because, like with Liverpool, it it, it wasn't a freak result, but it was just bullshit. Capitulation. So was like, that was just capitulation. Yeah, that was just yeah. like, So like the thing is, the thing is, I, like I was saying yesterday, I can deal. I, I can somewhat deal with those capitulations because I'm just like these players have, have been doing it for a while. So I so I know that this is just in them. But the perfect performances, I cannot stand. Where you're basically just, you basically just allowed yourself to be beat by doing nothing, and then, and then you hear the players come out saying afterwards, "Oh, it's not acceptable and stuff like that." But I'm thinking, brother, you're not even doing the basics. Like we look mm. so sluggish. Like I watch you guys, bro. That's the thing. We watch them, and then they come out and say, "Oh, there's a lack of passion. There's a lack of effort." Bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you sank about it. Yeah, you like, were there on the pitch and you like, get a dumb sank about it. How can you just like it's like for me that's just perfect and it was just a perfect performance? Like, not like our, our best player on the day was probably Anthony, and, and then after that was probably Martial. And the worst thing is the Hayo is probably in the top three. The, 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 despite that guy, essentially, <laughs> he basically caused the first goal, and for the second goal, he was fucking shit. Yeah, he, oh. yeah, he's 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 uh, he causes chaos with them 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 goal kicks or these mm. passes, this build up from the back. But let, let's get into obviously some phase of the play, particularly in the first half. A lot of Saint Maximan was running a lot at Dallow. Um, there was also there were dark two and one in on Shaw, uh, Murphy and Trippier and Rashford wasn't really tracking back. Uh, what signs Elijah did you kind of see in the first half that sort of gave that maybe gave you some signs of worry? The biggest thing for me was that Trippier was free the whole time, and mm-hmm. look, at the end of the day, R- Rashford was letting tri- Trippier go. Me personally, I don't like that, but the reason why it's done is because we have to keep Rashford high up the pitch so we are able to counter and have some sort of threat. So cool. But usually there is actually a centre midfielder there to cover. Bruno is not going to do that. Bruno, his positioning was off all the rest of the day. That's not his fault. He was put in that position stupidly by a ten hard. But it just meant Shaw was constantly getting a two v one, and it was just the fact it lasted for forty five minutes was absolutely insane. After after the first ten minutes, you could clearly see that that side was not working. And the fact that the fact that matter is. The fact of the matter is that they were getting more joy from Jacob Murphy in that half than, than Alan St. Maxman that, the, down the left. It's like actually so the fact that it wasn't changed the whole first half, it was actually criminal. And that's one thing I cannot stand because that's that is just that's a being stubborn, stubborn to a stupid, stupid point. The, there was actually the, the thing is there was no way that that was gonna bear fruit going the other way. So you were just hamstringing us defensively for a mm. tactic that was giving us nothing offensively. It's just stupid. Do you know what as well? Do you know what as well? It's like Newcastle aren't necessarily a team that play out from the back compared to the likes of an Arsenal or a City. I wouldn't say they're a team that play through the thirds. So the idea that you need to have Scott McTominay and Weghorst high up the pitch to try and disrupt them doesn't actually make sense to me. I don't know if you what you guys think, but yeah, that doesn't. I don't see the need for that particular approach where you have Bruno deeper. I get. I guess the idea is to progress the ball through the phases through someone like Bruno, right, to get the ball to Rash Anthony. But we didn't. And you know what? The the maddest thing is like even when when we were progressing, Shaw and Dallow were even inverting a lot because they yeah, were yeah. trying because essentially because Bruno Sabitzer were just doing nothing. They had to invert and try and pro- pro- progress play, and that was. Only the real times we were able to get out, but 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 by then it got to Vekhorst and McTominay, and we just lost the ball. It mm-hmm. was just it was just stupidity all round. Like for me, that that was the worst performance from Ten Hag the whole season because it was just stupid. Everything he done, except for the fifteen minutes when in the second half when we just put McTominay back into midfield, and then we played in a normal setup. And the game was was just it. It was just even bullshit. Newcastle didn't do much. United did, didn't do much. But at least it was just even bullshit. As soon as we made those changes and we brought on Sancho and Martial, yeah. it opened the game up. And then, like De Gea does that bullshit. Varane does the bullshit. San- Sancho just skips skips out on 
on, on the challenge. McTominay do, doing stu- stupid shit on the edge of the box. Even for the goal, Varane is too slow to react. And then, uh, it, and then um, it's like it gets there first. And then Dallo sleeping at the back back post. It's just poor all around. Really, really poor all around. And like, uh, like a lot of that is just like stupid, stupid mistakes. I think the only the, the only really poor execution there was actually just the hair because the guy can't pass and that pass he played played to Varane was a sh- hospital pass even though v- 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 Varane could have done better because by just clearing it but it was just stupid and like it was like the fact that we had 15 minutes where it wasn't even where we were good we were just we, we, we were just doing enough where Newcastle weren't bombarding us like, like they were in the first half Bro, do you know what? It was as soon as the, the fifth minute, as soon as that started, I think it was um Trippier crossed the ball into Isaac and then Isaac knocked it down to Longstaff. I already knew I knew it was a long day. I knew Bro. it was a long day. I knew it was a long day. Combination play. They had a good combination play in Newcastle. Isaac like Isaac was he had the time of his life because he was able to sort of drop in when he wanted. He was able to obviously we know he's a good footballer, he's touching his Hold yeah. play was really, really good throughout the game. And I think there were times where he's, he also picked out like Dallo and Martinez to target them. So he would win yeah, the he, first he, the first he, ball. He pulled he pulled onto that that right back back post a lot. Cause he so like I said for the Longstaff one, and then there, there was another one as well. Mm. Um that um someone was able to clear it. But yeah, he he definitely he 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 was really good, but I mean that's what I expect 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 of him. To be fair, so I, I knew it was going to be a long day, but I mean, yeah, man, it was just the thing is I I don't even think Newcastle were good. I just think they we were, made it. We made that a good game for them, man. They were decent, and we were so bad that that looked like a superb performance. That's how shocking we were. And do you know and why it did, especially the the, the central areas for me. Were oh, there was just there was just so many gaping holes in the midfield where Longstaff and who, I can't remember who else Bruno G and Willock Willock and Longstaff had the time of their lives, bro. Right. They had and that's their game. Their game is playing in transition. Their game is playing um, with running with the ball into space, right? Because they're not necessarily for me like the best technical midfielders. Their best yeah. technical player is probably Bruno G, and we gave them tonks of space. And the fact of the matter is, we basically are, to be fair, McTominay, who is our best at dealing with those transitional threats, we said, ah, oh, sit on Bruno G. <laughs> yeah. What mm. a fucking, what a stupid decision, man. Oh, yeah, the, what, more, the more we talk about it, the more I think it was, it, yeah, it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. insane. So would you say, are you putting more down the poor performance to tactical decisions rather than sort of you know it's not turning up for the day? Do you know what it is? It's a good question you've asked. And I would say, essentially, the team, he has to work with what he's got, right? And so mm. he's fairly limited in terms of what he could do based upon the players we have. Some of that he's fought, for example, someone like Anthony, who he has brought in along with Weghorst, who we're having to make do with. So, you know, some of that is partly just down to the fact he has made one or two poor decisions for me in the transfer window. However, bro, he's also made some very bad decisions in that game. And I think... He could have limited those, some of those situations in the game. For example, McTominay in the pivot on the ball isn't great. But mm. Newcastle were probably more likely to dominate that game based upon the way they've been this season. And I think we could have thwarted that through McTominay a bit deeper, which you saw in the second half. Because he's someone who isn't necessarily great on the ball, but he will he will get into challenges. He will He's physically imposing to some degree. Um, and he covers ground fairly well because he's, you know, he's obviously one of the better athletes in the side. And so Bruno, having Bruno deeper kind of did the reverse of what he wanted. It kind of gave us more issues. So I think he kind of has to hold, he has to hold that one. He has to hold that one. This is for, he's a, he's a, he, I think he's part, mostly at fault for, for the loss yesterday, especially the second in the second half when he did what he did. What, what with the substitutions bringing off uh, Anthony, who, you know, he was tussling with Dan Burn a bit. Like, I felt we could have taken him on a bit more, but they were... We've he, been saying he, that all season, bro. We've been saying that all season. Bro. <laughs> well, that, that's his Achilles heel, which is scary for a, a winger or a forward that you want someone to take him on and they're, they're not doing it. I've but... never seen a player <laughs> who is worse on <laughs> a counter-attack 
than he is against us. Uh, a, a set defense. It's it's, block, it's, it's yeah. bonkers. It's bonkers. Like I, I, I've never. I don't understand how a player could be worse when they have more, more space and time. It makes no sense to me. As an attacker, how can you be worse when you have more space and time? Like it's just like he just infuriates me. Like he generally just infu- infuriates me because he got he makes no sense. And even the things he's good at, he's not good at. And that is just a horrible mix where you ha- you have so many deficiencies, and the things you're good at are not even redeemable for those deficiencies. It's just annoying. And I'm saying all of this with so much anger in my voice, knowing <laughs> that he was probably our best player yesterday. Crazy, crazy. And and this is me angry at, at his performance, even though knowing he was probably our best player and he should not have, have come off. That's how bad the rest, the rest of the team were. But yeah, I mean, that guy, I I mean, I said it from the jump. I I was never impressed with him. I never wanted him. The fact that, like, even even women that were saying 50, 60 million, I was saying, God, no. The fact we got him for 85 is just, yeah, man. I yeah. Mean, I, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that obviously allegedly took out of our fun to, to strengthen up top. And we know where we are with that now. Boy. So... So, Elijah, do you, do you concur with Gaz in terms of you, you put a lot more of the blame on Ten Hag for his sort of tactical decisions yesterday? I, 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 the thing is with me is that I, I was always worried about towards the end of the season, especially after the international break, because when you're going off momentum, you can go off momentum. We've had this break and then to pick up that momentum again with tired legs, because we, we, we do have tired legs, um, it's going to be hard. And no Casemiro. Fuck. Yeah. That guy. No. Look, boy, boy. I mean, at boy. the at the end of the day, I mean, I just still feel lucky to have him. And you know what? I mean, seeing the alternatives, it's like the thing is seeing the alternatives just makes me it makes me think that a backup for him. The thing is, it's not even just like another good midfoot. We we, we actually just need someone who has his skill set skill set in the squad because we have to realise he's like 30, 31. He, he, he can't continue to go like this, especially with the way he's playing now. He's playing a lot more that a lot more dynamic, dynamic than he did at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. So we actually need, need to be thinking in terms of getting a backup to support him and also yeah, to, to prove ourselves against these type of situations. But I mean, yeah, I mean, our midfield is just... It's a fucking bombsite, and it's it's an absolute wonder how we've man how we've had Fred McTominay for five years now. Absolutely insane, brazy, brazy, brazy. It is brazy. Yeah, you say the drop off of our Cassie is is very very scary. And uh, yeah, just to recap the first, goal, I know Elijah you touched onto it. Um, there were a the few phases of play where um, oh, oh it's gone mad. Sorry, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow. Yeah, we Yo. need... You're on mute, bro. Mike, you're on mute. Hello? Yo. Yeah, yeah. What happened to you, Doug? Wait, wait. No, I can't hear anything. Yellow? We can hear you, bro. Oh, my bad. Sorry, man. Sorry about that. Yeah, I was, just, I was going to talk about the first goal and how, obviously, it was Isaac got, got a nice layoff. He, he took out three man with his pass. Uh, he, was really, um, he was really good. He was probably, yeah, for me, he was their best player, by the way. Just, I don't know. I was really he, impressed with him. He really, really impressive. And it, it, it shows what a good strike up top can do for you that's comfortable with the link-up play and also can pose a threat going forward. But that, that ball he played to Bruno G was that little bit of quality. Um, and then Bruno G with his quality chipped it into the back post and Maximat makes a good decision. Uh, and obviously that makes a very good goal. Um, did you see anyone at fault for that or was that just good play, guys? What, what, what would you say of their first goal? Elijah, you can take that one, bro. You can take that one, man. I mean, it all starts from the goal kick with the hair. I mean, we do this thing where obviously <laughs> we, Martinez plays it to the hair. So we essentially have... Um, three players and okay that's fine but with the hair you still have two two players 
So there's actually no point. I mean, the the fact of the matter is we essentially had about three chances to clear with the Hayar, with the Ran, and with McTominay, and we didn't. And we continued. There were so many. T- there were so many times where we lost it on the edge of the box, trying to play cute. When I'm like, play the conditions. This is like this is not the time to like. This is where this is where you can tell where players are smart or dumb. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent with you. You play your conditions. Like the these guys, these guys just think for following instructions, brother. This is not the time. You have to think on your feet. You are you are a professional footballer. There are times where you are going you are going to need to go rogue in order to get the result. I mean that. I mean the hey, I, the thing is the thing is is that with him it's just that he's shocking. He, he's actually just, just shocking. And people people are talking about um, people try to make out that it's about um, just his ability on the ball. It's not. He's he's just general goalkeeper now. Is bang average. I mean, he's 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 not he's always been susceptible in the air, but it got better for a few years. Now it's back to being dog dog shit. He, his his shot stopping ability has been poor this season. Quite quite frankly, I, I, he, I, he done he done well against Willock. You have to say the was it the first. I, I mean, no. I mean, the thing is that wasn't the thing is is that it hit him. That is not a goalkeeper doing well. It, it just hit him. Like so what else? Fortuitous in your book. Yeah, no, I mean, of course, the save from from um, it, it, Isaac, fine. He pushed it back back in the bad area, and then Willock hit him. But that's it. It wasn't a good. I mean, there, there was a save that from a cross where he, he he done really well. But at the end of the day, because because the Newcastle guy trapped him because the guy's fucking weak. That, that, that that's the reason why he had to make that save. That mm. the guy, the thing is with me, like with the ball playing, it's like I I understand the the, the benefits of it, but obviously your main job as goalkeeper is keep the ball out of the net. He's not even do, he's not commanding his box. He can't claim crosses. His shot stopping is usually has been bang average for five years, and pe- uh, and people don't get this since that seventeen eighteen season. He's Short stopping has been bang average. He's not even been doing anything. He's been he is essentially been, been conceding the amount that he's expected to concede. That's an average goalkeeper. He is not providing any value at all. And and I'm just thinking, with that plus the fact you're awful on the ball, you might you might as well not play for us. I I would rather not see you. But anyway, I mean the first goal is like that party against the line is fucking shit. I mean. <laughs> Jacob, like even you, 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 you um heard it at at, at the start at the start of the pod. What J- J- Jacob Murphy was saying, brother, mm. come on, man! Like I'm enjoying this so much, man. Not, but ah, oh, I, 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 like I just can't. I mean, it's been it's been like three years where I'm, I'm like the guy's finished now. Like it's just just to your point as well. Do you know how you were saying? play the situation in football and obviously your manager will give you a set of instructions about how he wants prince the principles of play etc like this is what i expect play out from the backs you know fullbacks tuck in whatever that's perfectly understandable it's also about knowing your particular skill set and what you're good at like for me scott mctominay is in any situation you wouldn't really want a player dribbling there in any way but i personally if i was Eric Ten Hag, I wouldn't want Scott McTominay to try and dribble his way out of that particular situation, for example. And it's about knowing mm. your strengths and weaknesses as a player, as well as playing the situation and the moment in the game. And as Elijah said, mm. the smartest players play the situation at hand. So, like, there are times where, don't get me wrong, I've seen City get caught out in trying to play out from the back, blah, blah, blah. But there are, there's been a lot of times in recent times, so someone like Ruben Diaz knows he can't always play from the back. Bro, that guy would just tomp it, you know? And then you know what? Do you know what? I, I think I was actually listening to someone, and s- someone asked, "Oh, what? Why do you think Newcastle and Arsenal are the best teams fancy?" And then someone simply said, "The the best thing about them is that when they need to clear it, they will clear it. <laughs> that is mm. it, because they know Old at the end of the day, if it's as far away from their goal as possible, it's much harder to score, and that's it. And we can win the ball back potentially. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just like." Like things like that, I'm just like, okay, you're having a bad game. Navigate it properly. 
like navigate it properly. Like in game management. It's just it's just embarrassing. So yeah, so we will a bit we created our own downfall with, with that was Isaac, Bruno G, St. Maximan, and then Willock, third time of Artson gets his goal. Uh for their second goal, it was a free kick that was given away. I can't remember by who. Sure. Down, sure. Luke. It was Luke Shaw. Sebi, Sebi, Sebi will remind you if you try to say that. Uh, <laughs> Mr. New Contract, Luke Shaw. Shout like, him out. I mean, that that free kick, it, it kind of just sums... The thing is, that sums Luke Shaw up where it's the most annoying thing about him because it's just lazy defending. And that's one thing I can't stand about Luke Shaw is that he... When he gets in, 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 into these runs, he will he will prefer not to, not to actually do his job and and just give away a foul. And I find it so fucking annoying because it's just like you are on the pitch to do your job, complete the job. Like I, I I don't understand it. The worst thing is, like I said before, you play the situation at that point in time. Stupidly, Ten Hag has taken off Martinez and Varane. You're giving away free kicks to Newcastle, who are basically the tallest team in the league with brutes everywhere. They have just brought on Callum Wilson as well. They have Dan Byrne, Cher, Botman, Longstaff. Joe, Joe Linton has even come on. Like mm. Physical players. Physically so on dominant that, on, players. On, on that one then, because obviously had, well, people won't know, but we had this conversation in our group chat yesterday between uh, Rodney and, and Seb. And obviously Roddy was saying... Well, Ten Hag shouldn't have made those substitutions in the first instance. If he doesn't make those substitutions, we could potentially deal with the crosses coming into the box. And Sebi's thing was more so. But yeah, your point is right. But at the end of the day, you still cost us because you gave away such stupid free kicks. So I just wanted to know what you guys think about that one, to be fair. Yeah, it's the both of them. Like, it's, it's, like, it's the both of them. But the thing, is, the thing is with Ten Hag is that what... What in your right mind is is making you bring off your two centre backs? Like for me, I, I just didn't understand it. The thing is, if you're gonna play a back three, just just take off. The thing is, just take off. Just take off um Dalo. I I don't I, I understand. Take off Dalo. If you're gonna play a back three, then you have what? What the right right centre back? Uh, yeah, Lissandro in the middle, and then the sure left centre back. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. Not like not not even that because for, for me, if if you're gonna take off anyone, then it'll probably be Martinez because you still need height. So it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Lindelof, Varane, sure, and then of course you have Rashford, Sancho, Bruno, Sabitzer, Martial, Fred, and and whatever, and whatever all of that jazz. But like having. Two full backs and then a centre back. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. Like it was just a stupid. It, it, it was. It was a wild swing. Yeah, it was a wild swing. And usually, you don't you don't associate wild swings with Eric Ten Hag. With it, it really so did. This, it really did stabilize, stabilize us. Because like, as soon as I think they scored the second goal, you could just see New, Newcastle could have easily got a third and a fourth just because. Bro, they, I mean, they I, the thing is gone. Gone. They said food. They said yeah. This is food. We want five. I'm thinking, mm. oh, idiot, man. And uh, no, yeah, no, they hit you know, the thing is, as well, we have barely seen us even use three at the back in a way where you know it would have been a bit more seamless for the players for the most part. Obviously, I know in game formations are different to, to start formation, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, we haven't really used the three at the back at any point. So it was like you're asking the players to do something that's quite foreign to, to them in a sense of it's not been done for quite some time. So. <sighs> United, United. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, obviously, good cross in. Um, no one, I think, uh, Lindelof did try to get close to Callum Wilson, um, but he was almost like he was it's, just. It's Victor fucking box. Lindelof, man. He's not winning fuck all in it, it's bro. I mean, <laughs> what, <laughs> he, I think he was probably like the tallest player on the team, and that guy is probably is still one of the worst in there. I mean, what's the point? Like bringing him, yeah, yeah man. It was not just, aggressive enough. And it could have been worse before. Martial had that one cleared off the line, and it with like his head or his yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? The only good moment, and you know what? The only good moment that I can remember from that game is just after that, where Martial. I, I was thinking in my head, brother, what are you doing? But the, but I realized it's Martial, so he's a, he's actually good at it. 
and he actually dribbled through, dribbled through, and I was thinking the way he just connected play and made the transition. I'm thinking, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him, <laughs> I, hate him. I hate Martial because he, he just gives you, you that hope. He gives yeah. you the hope. He you remember no. what it was. I hate that guy, man. No, 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 because the thing is, yeah, it, it was so funny because you bad were doing this in, in the summer and I was just l- looking like you, looking at you like, do you know who this man is? I said, yeah, man. I trust, remember. Yeah, trust. Yeah. I was like, trust in him again. He'll let you down. The thing is, he can't let me down anymore. I'm at it's peace it. with it. <laughs> I'm at peace with it. It's fine. I, I could smile uh, about, about this because I knew in the summer that this was going to happen. But I mean... I'm just yeah. like the, the the fact that I'm looking at that I'm thinking there's probably no other player in the team that I'll be confident that that I can that I can, that even can do, do that. that yeah like in terms two of dribbling times out of 10. May, yeah he's our is, best dribbler maybe Rashford but that's on like a amazing day for Rashford in terms of like going through bodies like that. Yeah, he has, to be, he has to be bang on it. If he's not bang on it, it's techie still. I, mean, I wouldn't I mean, expect him to do it from deep like that. I wouldn't expect yeah. him to have the confidence or the the arrogance, really, because you need arrogance to do that. But it's just like, but the thing is, we need more of that. And we need more of that from our our fullbacks, our midfielders. Yeah, man, for and real. it's like... It's a uh, bit sad. McTominay like, and Bruno. None of them could, and we've been talking about this for quite some time. We've been talking about it since we were linked with um with Stanky De Jong, innit? Like we we have needed someone that can evade the press while they're dribbling. It's all good and well having someone that has fairly good to very good passing range in terms of someone like a Casemiro who's who's a decent passer of the ball, and someone like Bruno who can be good. But having someone that can evade the press via dribbling completely changes the way you can play. In terms of playing out from the back, in terms of counter attacking and transitions, so yeah. Because I mean, people don't. For me, a lot of people don't understand that being able to essentially break a press through dribbling is, and doing it centrally is, is so. The upside of it is insane because you're essentially taking people out of the game, and that's why mm. people like your Hazard, your your Messi's, and the, the elite dribblers that. People love them because they are basically game break breakers. Pep said that he will never turn down someone that can dribble because they are legit game breakers. So doing that, doing that centrally, the tightest part of the pitch, and and the thing is, it's not even being able just to carry it, just being able to retain possession under pressure and just turn away from a player under pressure to create some space to like to create some separation. We don't even have that. I think that's why, for example, like people have been questioning why Pep plays Grealish so much. But I think that's kind of why Pep loves Grealish. You know, and Morris, and Morris. Yes, yeah, but like, it's but it's like for me, I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, like for years, I've the way we've built this team, I, I I don't understand what people have been thinking. The gaps in the team have been so obvious, and they've just ignored it, and they've just ignored that whole midfield. And it's just pissed me off because now we're in a situation where people finally see you cannot ha- you cannot be a good team without a good midfield. You've seen the drop-off from Liverpool this season. You've seen Arsenal this season and what they've done to that midfield with Party and, uh, uh, and um, uh, Odegaard as well. You've seen what has happened to Chelsea when they've lost Kante. Jorginho's gone. Kovacic has fallen off. Brother, you need a good midfield. You need that is the like to be a top forward team. You need a good good midfield. Of course, you need to be good in in both boxes. That that's important. But to make a top team, your midfield has to be patterned. And our, our midfield has not been patterned for the whole decade. For a whole decade now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're lacking since Carrick. Even yeah, since Carrick says yeah, he's done. Then yeah, we we've been done as a team. It's, it's, uh, he was he was finished before that. To be fair, but your point is right in terms of just having a midfielder that you have faith in to to, to look after the ball, to progress the ball, and to and to some degree, you know, protect the back four as well. And I guess that's when when Casemiro's up, he is literally a he's literally he's, lin- he's a, linchpin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And without him, it's, it's it stinks. It stinks. 
yeah, we're back to the same problems of the the season prior. Um, so the, obviously the game that game ended two nil. Uh, Newcastle went ahead of us on goal difference. Uh, we're back in sort of action. Uh, we're back in action on Wednesday. So it's a quick turnaround, man. We got Brentford at home. Uh, Elijah, how are you feeling for that? Um, I mean, hopefully we, we, we can win. <sighs> Brentford are seventh in the table. Yeah. We're at home, innit? I guess that's the one thing to kind yeah. of... Yeah. We're, we're, we're at home. And so, uh, me personally, I'm just hoping we really can pull in that chip of where Manchester United, so we'll just get the win. Because you know them games where where it's just like, you have no idea why you have the better team, even though Brentford are playing better. They're probably... They would probably give us a bad day if we were away. But there are just times where we just where you just win the game because you're Man United. It makes no sense to me, but I mean, it's it's good for us. So hopefully, but I don't. I'm not going into that game envisioning how we're going to win the game. I'm just thinking we just need to win the game. At this it, point. Would, it, it would take it would take us getting Rashford the ball, <laughs> firstly, and secondly, him you know him uh, him playing better than he did against Newcastle. And some yeah. of that is in the sense of the fact that we couldn't get him the ball, but also. You know some of his flaw. Some of his flaws were also highlighted in that in that game against Newcastle. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, Rafa hasn't scored in three games, but at, at the end of the day, people sh- shouldn't be stupid. I'm seeing a lot of stupidness from people saying um, that what when the team finally gets good, we need to replace Rashford. I'm like, just stop being oh, a wow. fucking dickhead. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that is some stupidness. The only. He's been carrying us for a minute. It's like, this is what I hate when people do. And for some reason, they do it with Rashford a lot, where I've seen this guy carry us multiple times now. And the guy is 25, like, he's 25 years old, yeah. I've seen this guy carry us multiple times in seven years. And he's essentially done it without without a proper striker up front. And at the end of the day, Rashford for me should be a supplementary goal scorer. He should be our essentially our Swiss Army knife in terms of attacking. Where sometimes he 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 can create, sometimes he he can score, sometimes he can take a, a man on. Mm-hmm. He that's what it should be. But we've surrounded him around a lot of shit, a lot of stupid transfers for a long time, and <laughs> now people are saying, "Oh, he needs to do more, brother." Rashford is what he is. Of course, we want Rashford to do the best, but at, at the end of the day, what he has been doing this season has been amazing. So just just shut up. I can't even lie. Just shut up. But he's like he 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 didn't play well the other day. He he hasn't played played well. Um, obviously since that um since like the Leicester game or what was it the. New, not even the Newcastle final like since like the Leicester game, but yeah, man, I mean, it's just it's just whatever. Um, yeah, I think with Rash, hopefully, when we build a squad that is quite multifaceted in the way you can attack, this is yeah. why envisioning envisioning that Ten Hag will try to implement. We have a we have a multifaceted team where it yeah. isn't necessarily we we rely upon Marcus Rashford to do everything for us, and so when he isn't necessarily having those games, the games where we need him to play well, we can just say, okay, Rashford, you can have to, you come off, and someone else comes on, and can have the same level of impact, if not just you know, yeah, essentially the same level of impact that you'd expect from Rashford initially, and I think right. that's where that goes back to the point of squad building, right, where we haven't necessarily built the right squad and a good yeah. enough squad to do so. The thing is, at least now we have um, Gar Nacho who can provide a, a little bit. Um, mm, I feel mm, like mm. I feel like he, he's a really good alternative. And you know what? He was actually a big miss yesterday because I think I completely forgot that he was injured as well. Yeah, but I was thinking that like that's just someone a good that, impact. Yeah, he's, he's good impact. So even that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Rashford <laughs> didn't play well yesterday, but. People just need to stop being, being stupid. Yeah, that's the last person we should be trying to criticize, man. That that that's <laughs> we should be. Look, he had an off day, and when he has an off day, it's, it's like that United are gonna have an off day, and that just shows how pivotal 
he is to the team. So we're hoping that United get back to winning ways somehow uh, against Brentford. And then following that, we've got Everton at home on Saturday morning, the early kickoff on BT Sport. Um, guys, how are you feeling for that one? Obviously, we, it would be dependent. It would probably be influenced to some extent by the Brentford game. But right now, as, as, you, as you sit here, what, what are you feeling for that game? Uh, I don't think we can afford to make too many wholesale changes, which is partly the issue with what we're talking about. Um, I, I, I know people are going to say, give up on it. I'd like to see Martial back in the team. If he gets injured again, so, so, so be it. So be it. Um, because I've seen enough. of. of <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> and I don't even want to boy him. Because he isn't necessarily at fault. He was brought in when he shouldn't have been. No, bro, the thing is, yeah, people need to stop this acting like this guy is some, like he's some kid or he's special. The guy's just shit. That's fine. No. You could just call the the guy's thirty years old and he's shit. Okay, he's like, <laughs> bro, like he's a fucking awful player. We we we, we don't need to say, oh, he's trying his best. Like it's not his fault, brother. Like he's not. Like, come on, like, stop the shit. He's 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 a poor footballer who shouldn't be at United, and that's it. I mean, gr- we need to grow him more because I'm so he he started 19 games in a row, 19 games in a row. Yeah, that that that, that, that that's a run. That that's a, that's a proper run. That that's a, a indispensable player right there. Bro, <laughs> 19 games. Oh, but yeah. Carry on, guys. I'm sorry. No, you're good, bro. Um, yeah, like I, 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 I've seen enough of him. So, ideally, I'd like to see Marshall back in the team on when, when, when we play Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday, I Wednesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Wednesday and Saturday. If he breaks down, he breaks down because at the end of the day, he's gone in the summer. So, so be it. Like, I don't see the point. I see the point in trying to cook, trying to you know look after him and so and whatnot. But fuck that man, play him. Um. <laughs> Um, midfield wise, I don't even know what to do, bro. Honestly, like Sabitzer is, is is a whole load of nothing as it stands, and I and I get the argument that he's been asked to play in a position that doesn't necessarily suit him. He's not a he's not for me someone that you'd want in a double pivot that's going to sit there because he's probably just better breaking forward. But I think um I I don't even know what to do, bro. Honestly, maybe what we saying Martinez DM. I don't know, bro. Like, bro. Oh, look, we're just gonna have to. We're, we're just gonna say fuck it. Fred and Sabitzer, Br- Bruno. Um, yeah, Fred Sabit Sabit Bruno. Just run what we done against Leeds. Um, and just uh, yeah, just just fuck it, man. And Anthony, Anthony, just he we're not gonna not see him. Like Ten Hag actually like loves this guy, so that's his boy, <laughs> man. He brought him over from from Amsterdam. The thing is. The thing, is, now. The, the thing is, I don't even think I, I even think I, I even think he doesn't ray him anymore, but he's just like, yeah, man. I mean uh, the the alternatives are just stinking up the, the show. Yeah, because um I, I guess we touched upon him earlier, but I don't even know what to make of Sancho right now. Well I do actually, I do. I I, I like him and I had maybe maybe I had too much faith in his talent from what what I knew of him, but he he's done nothing in in, in essence. Um, he's had he's had flashing moments though, and I and I guess that's what's the frustrating part again. Like, bro, man gives you a glimpse like against Fulham when he went around the keeper. Should have scored by the way when he went around the keeper, for example, the goal against Leicester. Or there was another moment. I think it was the Leeds home game. Like he gives you these glimpses. Liverpool, Liverpool game, Liverpool game as well. Leicester game, Chelsea game last season. Like he gives you like a little bit of hope that raw he can pull it out. But I, I feel like the, the lack of physicality is always going to be an issue because. If your technical level isn't like, do you know, like Bernardo Silva's technical level is so high, but the guy is also physically like, on it that like, he don't yeah. lack. Like, if you can't, your technical level has to be so high where we can afford for you to lack in those physical duels. And I don't think he's that good technically. He's he's very good, but I don't think he's that good technically where we can afford for him to be a whole load of nothing in terms of his physical duels. And it's a mm. big gaping hole. And Reams just Reams was bang on him from even last season, I think, in terms of talking about the lack of physicality and run, running away from jewels and shit. I, do, you know what, do you know what the problem is? Is that I just can't understand why he is so bad technically. Like, it's actually pissing me off. Because the amount of time he turns over the ball just from a poor control or a poor pass, I'm like, brother, have some standards. Like, and you know what the worst thing is? Like, 
we ha- we actually had had this with Pogba where it was like there were times when you're looking at Pogba and thinking, brother, you're you can't be this bad when we know how good you are technically. The fact is with Sancho, he's not even shown how good he is te- technically at this point. Like it's he's just been consistently bad for 18 months now, technically. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What are the you one, doing? one thing we bought you for? Like that that is the most great thing. With the jewels, I'm like, do you know what? I can't accept it, but that's who you are. Like maybe maybe you can sort sort that out, but I don't know, you probably won't. With the pace thing, it's like that that can be fine if 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 you do other things better. But mm, definitely. How the hell can you be so bad technically? Because I because I, look at the end of the day, you people say, oh, he 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 might be better essentially. If you're yeah, bad in jewels, that's the worst area to be and bad. Then in you are bad. sloppy technically. That's what horrible. the fuck are you gonna do as a ten? Nothing. It makes no sense. So like like at like at this point, he like honestly. At this point, I want to see him out wide as a punishment until he learns to do <laughs> both those things. I don't Man care. As a punishment, you know. No, no, no. Right. He has, to, he has to earn the right to play in that position because, all, because all, obviously for me, like, I, I've known for the jump that he'll, he'll probably be, be better essentially. But now I'm like, you know what? You have to earn that right because it is sickening. What I saw yesterday was absolutely, absolutely disgusting. From when Shaw is saying to you, Bro, how how can you um pull out that jewel? Sure, who does it all the time? Come on, man! Please, <laughs> please, please, man! Absolutely shocking! Like villain recognizes villain, isn't it? <laughs> bro, like it's just it's so like it, that is the thing that grates me the most because he's so bad technically. Like it's been so annoying. The amount of miscontrols. The your your worst thing is the thing is yeah. I was so rattled during the week. I went on FB Ref and I was just looking at his at, at the number of his miscontrols. Mis- mis- and I'm thinking he he is dribbling less now and carrying the ball less now, yet his miscontrols have have gone up. Why? Why? It makes no sense to me. Like it just makes no sense to me. Like it's just so infuriating. And that's the thing where I'm like, you know what? Keep playing like this and you will find you 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 will find your way on the bench and you will find your way way sold that like, just do the fucking bait basics Bro. control the ball pass to a guy in a red shirt or in the same shirt 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 as you and don't don't play like you don't play like you're on a fucking yellow card brother just put your foot in what's the worst thing that that, that, that can happen you, you get a scratch come on man yeah, I I thought obviously the time away, uh, Webel Salubi's mental, obviously he's going through some family stuff, was to hopefully allow him to sort of recover uh, from his mental. Because obviously there, there's a it there must be something wrong or psychologically happening in there for him not want to not want to get hurt, so to speak. Because obviously it's a contact sport. So football's not changed in the time he's been away. So football's remained the same. So there must be some sort of psychological deficit there that is not enabling him to fully commit. What's he afraid of? And that's probably what needs to be. Because I know he, I swear Ten Hag gets all these sports psychologists into the team. What what what's the, what have they been doing with Sancho? Why is he regressing? What's going on? Samuel, Samuel Luckhurst is saying that Ten Hag's run out of patience or something. So. I mean... I don't think that's true, but even then, I'm just like we can't even sell him yet because the amount of my money we'll get on him will probably have a loss. So there's actually we can't even sell him yet. Like we, we just need to wait yeah. out and then if hopefully if he gets better, then that's great because that's great for us. But yeah, man, we're yeah we can't. They might they make it. Oh, well, the, how many players come to us for big money and? Then we look at them after two years and we're like, yeah, we need to get rid. There must be something wrong with Man United. That definitely is, but... Inward. Brother. Let's, ah, let's, let's see what our listeners think of. Thank you, all the listeners, for putting in some questions. Let's go through a few of these and let's see if, between myself, Gaz and Elijah, we can get some of these answered. Um... 
So we've got uh, that uh, Adeneji guy, Selwi. He asked a couple of questions. Um, let's go with uh, one that looks at our fullbacks. So when we can see goals from crosses into the box, our fullbacks always seem to be missing slash their opposing winger seems to be free. What is happening to them? So we're looking at probably Dallow for the first goal. So Elijah, I think, I don't know, I think you touched on it uh, maybe earlier in the pod, but what, what's going on with these crosses? Why are we so susceptible to them? The, the mad thing is, Dallow's, that's, Dallow's usually good at that in terms of being at the back post and clearing it. Um, he wasn't yesterday, but I, I feel like it was a bit of a difficult cross to deal with, but he should still do better. Um, Wan-Bissaka's all, all, all fire. He, he always gets caught. He always gets caught. So, And then Shaw um, does get caught a lot. Well, he used to get caught a lot. Not so much this season, but I mean, he probably will. Malasha, he's been culpable a few times, but with with, with Malasha, I feel like the, ba- the, base, the basics are there and there are building blocks there too for him to grow into a very good um solid um fullback. So um I feel like with Malasha, but he's small as well. So he 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 has the most susceptibility to get dunked on just of his height. But I mean it's something that we just need to do better at. And at the end of the day, we are talking about the other fullback. The, the first fullback needs to do their job and stop the cross. The cross is exactly like mm. I think for the first goal Shaw kind of got drawn out um to Isaac. Um and from there, it was all chaos because the ball, someone crossed the ball in. Shaw was completely out of position. Everyone was out of position by that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that is that ball took out three man. Took out three yeah, man with one pass. Someone else. They, they were all over the place, man. And then, yeah, so we're just chasing ourselves. So I guess, obviously, we if we stop the cross, then we don't have to worry about it. But that, that takes us being in the right positions from the first place. So thank you for that question. Another question from 9-8-Zeki. Um, and we've not touched on this in the pod, so it's a good question. What do you think is behind our really bad away form? Is it simply the players being poor and not showing any bottle? Or does Eric Ten Hag need to take some responsibility tactically? So I think he's alluding to the away form that shows against the top nine sides away from home. We've lost every single game. We've lost away to Arsenal. We've lost away to City. Lost away to Newcastle. I don't think we've played Tottenham away yet. Uh, Brighton away. We haven't. That's we haven't May yet. 4th. Oh, that home. We lost at home. Brentford away four mm-hmm. nil. Liverpool seven nil. Uh, Villa, I believe, was three one. Yep. So yes. So yeah. Away our our form against the sides clearly away from home is quite poor. Well, what do you put that down to? What's going on? Um, uh, issues I talked about before with the midfield. I think that's the biggest problem. Um, I I don't like the way we set up in midfield off the ball with the man to man. I think it's really shit. I've I've never liked it. I don't understand why why you would go man for man in the midfield. Um, it's really strange, and I and it's and it's a trend that seems to happen that seems to be happening more and more. Um, I, I I'm not I'm not sure about the reward of it. I just yeah, it, it's just weird to me. But going man for man in these games, it's very high high risk. Um, I'd much rather just protect the space by playing. We usually play with a double pivot, so I'm I'm not sure why you why we play with a double pivot more when um we play against the lower sides than uh, than against the bigger side. But why are we going man for man? It's really strange to me. Um, I think I think he really needs to stop that. Um and yeah, I mean the midfield can't can't, can't control game. So um, against against the top teams, if you give the ball away, you're not you're you're not going to see it back like you do against the against the lesser teams. So um, it means more running. And then if if you're running man to man, you're going to get tired. You're more susceptible to losing man. And if you lose that man, that discombobulates the whole shape. Um, yeah. I think I think that's something he really needs to sort out and just like just stop personally. Um yeah, I, I think those are the main problems that we have in these games. Um I feel I feel like with with Villa away we, we just got caught by um the new manager bounce, the four four two that they played, which was fair enough. Brentford is like whatever. 
City is more of what I was talking about then, but obviously with Casemiro didn't play. Um, and so they go toe for toe, and yeah, we yeah. got, got ransacked. Yeah, yeah. Ericsson um, and McTominay midfield that was horrendous. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, and then it was quite that similar. Guy's got to come back. Oh my god, that guy's got to come back. I forgot yeah, yeah, he has to, he has to, and 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 then and then it was quite similar with Arsenal away as well, but um. Yeah, I mean the Liverpool well, one. At least was... the Arsenal one was competitive, man. Obviously, yeah, obviously like... we got we got done out by a late and in, Ketia goal, but yeah. at least it, that was a competitive game. It, it was competitive to a point, but the last twenty minutes of the game, they absolutely done us. But I, but I feel like that was more of a thing where we ran out of gas because we kept doing the man to man thing, which I really hate. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean with that, I feel like the like yeah, there were games where we just. We, we really need to do better, but at the end of the day, it's his first season. Um, the personnel will be an issue, uh, but I just hope he's learning from it and mm. finding, hopefully he finds solutions within himself and obviously with buying players, but I feel like, yeah, but those are the main reasons why we're shit away. Some players that may sort of help uh, with our midfield situation, if you touched on it, which some of our listeners want our opinions on. Uh, the young man at Southampton, uh, Lavia, and uh, Leicester's uh, Yuri Tillemans. No! Are these two players... No! That, <laughs> uh, no! Well, Gaz has already started, no. man. Gaz, let's, let's go, man. Go. No, Speak your truth, not, my brother. We do not need Yuri... T- we, we don't need Yuri Tillemans. That's not the answer. That's not the solution. It's not going to get us where we need to go. No. No Yuri Tillemans. Lavia... Listen, I don't mind investing in a, in a young G who's got potential in it. And he was at City, right? Am I going crazy? Yeah, he was. Yeah, let's grab him. Just just for pettiness. Grab him. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Lavia is what I was talking about in terms of that's someone who is a backup for Casemiro, who, can, who is a good player that could potentially grow into a replacement for Casemiro and that can come in and do a job alongside as a rotational piece alongside Casemiro. He's, what, 18, 19... That would be a really good sign in. Um, Plus, if they get relegated, that tax is going to be sweet, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. so, so, hopefully, we're able, I, I, I thought that that would be a really good, astute sign in that gives us something that we really need in terms of back of Casemiro. Tielemans, for me, he's just a set, he's a, he's a center midfield version of Ericsson. Um, that's it. He's really poor off the ball. Um, he's, his recovery is shocking. He's not good defensively. Um, but, on the ball, he's more of a central midfielder. He's good enough technically. His ball striking's good. Um, he doesn't control games as much as I would want, but he he does make himself available to in more precarious situations, and, and he's able to pop it off and play nice cute passes through the lines better than Ericsson does. Does who really and truly all he really does in terms of on the ball is do a nice crossfield switch to Anthony and that's it um, yeah but I wouldn't want Tiedemann because Casemiro will die we'll, we'll sign we, we can't we can't let Casemiro die we need I him mean, more boy. than anything when when is he even back when does this extra ban I think he's got three more no um, he has three. he has two more so the, he'll be back after he'll, he'll be back after the two games yeah, he'll be back next week. Next, oh, just... oh wait, isn't it a four-game ban? What was the first yeah, one? Yeah, but missed? um, he it's missed... a cup game, right? Oh, one of them's a cup game. Yeah, so he missed the Fulham game. Right. Yes. 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 He missed the Fulham game. Then he missed yesterday, so he got two more left. Then Brentford and Everton. Okay, and um, I think that's mainly main it for this question. We couldn't go for everyone, but thank you everyone for submitting a question and hopefully you got your question answered or you liked the response to the questions that were answered. I need to thank my sort of my panel today, man. I got to thank you, Elijah. Thank you for coming on, my brother. Of course. And thank you, Gaz, man. Thank you so much for coming on as well, my brother. Always a pleasure, bro. Always a pleasure. So that's been another episode of Make United Great Again. Mugger, it's not been a great weekend for us, but we've got two games to, to try to rectify that, man. And hopefully this time next week, we're in a better position, man. Otherwise, till then, take care and peace. Peace. Boom. 
Um... Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.